Um, <laughs> welcome back for another episode of More to the Story. This is super special recording. I'm so excited. I forgot to say my name. My name's Farron Moore. What up? I'm Tahir Moore. It's your boy. You know what's going down. Stop. Downtown. Okay, so stop, 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 stop. So, today we have the Glamazon Tayomi in the studio. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Not only... What you do? What you do? Oh, you blew my! Oh, no, you're so cute. You're so cute. Look at that. Because I was smoking. Because it's a smoke. Y'all go, yeah. Y'all cute. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking handsome, bro. <laughs> you are, baby. We got a very special guest in the yes. house. Crazy how it worked <gasps> out. Uh, Farron, I was telling Farron about I was like, yo, I just followed uh, this new young lady. Oh, she seems dope. Uh, you should reach out to her. She says, what's her name? I tell her name. She's like, oh, I just... I, I was about to inbox her anyway. I've been following <laughs> right. her for a while. I, I like, had just opened <laughs> the message because I came across your most recent post. And I was like, I, why haven't I messaged her yet? Mm -hmm. And I had just opened it. And then he said that. And then we reach out to you. And she's Look like, I'm in LA. Right? Like, Look at God. I like literally, <laughs> this wasn't even planned in advance. It was like, I was literally packing my bags. And I was scrolling through Instagram. Saw you. Oh, mm -hmm. anybody that has a blue check, I'd just be like, who is this? Yeah. <laughs> right? And I saw the numbers. I saw you were a comedian. I'm uh, a huge fan of comedy. I have a lot of friends who are comedians mm -hmm. back home in Chicago hey. and all over. And I was like, let me just reach out and be like, hey, what's up? Because I saw mm -hmm. you also had a podcast and mm -hmm. I love doing podcast interviews. <laughs> so it just worked out because he was like, oh, where you at? I was like, Chicago. Well, it's not far. I said, well, I'm flying out to LA tonight. Hey, Yo, so let's make it happen. Is. Let's do <laughs> yes. it. And we did. So Here dope. we is. Literally so, 24 hours, guys. It's happening in 24 stay hours. Stay ready. You got to stay ready. So you ain't got to get ready. So you ain't got to get ready. Unless you got two phones and you don't know your other phone is getting texted I know. I, listen, I wanted you, you to make it here before him so I could warn you. Like, he does not do tardiness, so he's going to I, drag you a little I bit. I thought it's she okay. was ignoring me. You can drag me. She was responding she to Ferris. She responded to me immediately. On Instagram. <laughs> and I was texting her, hey, the car's here. This is what it looks like. I shared my the bed. I'm getting quick because I'm like. I was literally charging that phone up because that's my, it's my main phone. It's that's my, my lifeline. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it was on the charger. Got it. <laughs> and my Apple Watch was also charging, <sighs> which is to my main phone. So I yeah. was like. It was a beautiful catastrophe, but we got it here. <laughs> We got here. I knew he was going to drag you a little it's bit. It's okay I to drag me. I didn't get a chance me. to, to warn you. That wasn't even a, that wasn't even that's a hard drag. That's not as bad as it could because be. Because that's, that's a valid excuse. <laughs> it is. Two phones, I get it, right? Yes. I've been working with people that live here and they come 15 minutes late. I'm like, this will be your last time. Oh, yeah. See, no. See, I came from out of town. Yeah. I took two flights to get here. You know listen. what I'm saying? I went to sleep at 4 a.m. That was a choice. And I looked. You see? And you yes. still look fantastic. Because this hair yes. was unhinged. Listen, let me tell you something. She, <laughs> I guess the, the driver dropped off around the corner, and I'm seeing him in the park, and I'm like, yo, where's your passenger at? My arms is up and shit. He's pointing over there at the corner. I was like, why the fuck is she over here? I'm not here. That's I she saw... comes around the corner, just, mm, just struggling. Like, hey, hey. <laughs> What you doing without? What you doing, girl, without all that? Ooh, ooh yeah. everything. Man, Listen, I, 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 her, I saw she myself doing, ooh, everything. Yeah. in a reflection. It was like a reflective surface mm -hmm. right there. I was like, ooh. So I was yep. taking a little picture. <laughs> and I heard my name. I said, oh. Right. oh, I love it, though. She's like, I am late, but wait, picture. Right? I was yeah. like, I look good. Gotta get it when you gotta get it. I don't even be taking them little mirror pictures. It's so hard for me. I'd be like, what's the angle? Right? Listen, what's the angle? I get it. Made the style, you got that shit down. Right? Down. <laughs> Jesus, I hate 
hate taking taking my own pictures. Like I, they never come out right. And I'm yeah. like, I just give up on me. I'm, I'm so better say, on video. I'm the full yeah. body, I can't do. But yeah. the uh, selfies, I'm queen. See, I can't yeah. even do selfies. I hate really? my selfies. Mm. It's angles. Girl. The it's only time angles. I like it is when I'm in the car. Like, how come my car selfies cuter than? Because it's, it's the frame. The world. Because you know, no, it's what it is with her. She tries to do picture face. When I, I catch her laughing, because when I take her pictures, I say stupid <laughs> shit to her to get her natural smile. Her yeah. natural smile, the most beautiful thing. When she's trying to smile on the picture, right? <laughs> come straight into the. the <laughs> so and I go to her photo shoot. Go right to JC Penney's yeah. smile. Exactly. <laughs> Whenever she does a photo shoot, I always go with her, and there's a, there's the photographer snapping. I say crazy draft dick, and she go that. That's not hold it in. That laugh, boom, fucking Ooh, award winner right there. Oh, yo, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what he giraffe did. Giraffe dick, I've long. seen it. Yeah, yeah. giraffe and um, uh, armadillo dick. Yes, you see it. Armadillo dick is about the size of the half their oh, body. Like uh, armadillos what? are like uh, niggas. Armadillo. They'll fuck anything. You fucking a foot, my G. And he was fucking <laughs> the shit out of that foot. Oh my god, that foot was getting uh, all It was a dirty ass foot too. Mm-hmm. Like, wait, he was like, it's a video. Just DM it to me. DM me that. <laughs> what the camera is that? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't trying to yuck nobody's yum, but hey, man, armadillo, hey. you deserve better. Hey, man, <laughs> armadillo's getting the best of it. How many armadillos? I'm like, yeah, you know I fucked human's foot the other day. Oh my lord! You did what? <laughs> yeah, man, I saw that it's motherfucker sitting in the flipping floppies. Animals are usually attracted to things that like you know, look like them or smells and everything. So right. what was going on with this foot that that armadillo was like, oh, one of me. You said smell. That's a re- that, that foot is probably a regular for a lot of armadillos. Mm. So <laughs> it was like, I recognize so, you. I've been yeah. waiting on my turn. Armadillo mm-hmm. brothel. Armadillo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. All of that. Oh, y'all Ridiculous. crazy as hell. We crazy as hell. Okay. You brought it up. Right. <laughs> so not only is Tayomi a sex therapist, she is also in the lifestyle. Yes. And so by lifestyle, I mean, you know, the BDSM kink fetish world. And she just introduced us all to Precious. Yes. Tell us about Precious. It's so interesting, right? Because mm-hmm. um, I've been interacting in kitten play maybe since like 2017. Mm-hmm. And so when I was married, like me and my husband would play around with my kitten persona. Mm-hmm. But after we broke up, I had been looking for somebody to like, you know, be your owner. Mm-hmm. And so with this new person who now owns me, it's so interesting because like he's in my life helping me develop this personality. Mm-hmm. And so as a pet player... It's a dom-sub mm-hmm. dynamic, and I get to be submissive. I'm a switch, so most of the time I'm in my dominant space. Mm-hmm. But as Precious, I get to show up as a soft kitty, mm-hmm. little kitten, yeah. you know, that's like pampered and taken care of. And so each time me and my owner have a session where we play, it's like he's negotiating with me the different types of things that we can do to develop this personality. Wow. And it's so interesting because, like, all of my friends who've known me for like five, 10 years plus, especially mm-hmm. those who are also in the lifestyle, right? Mm-hmm. Are like, we don't see this side of you. Uh-huh. And we want to see this more. We want to see <laughs> precious come out more. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh. And one of my friends, shout out to my friend Gigi. She's my astrologer. <laughs> she's like, there's a softness that I see mm-hmm. with you in bringing this persona out. And I was like, 
wow, really? <laughs> but then I started to notice it as well. Mm -hmm. And it's giving me permission <clears throat> to receive. Because mm. you know how it is when yeah. you are um, an entrepreneur, you're a businesswoman, and you're handling business 24-7. Like, mm -hmm. I have a very small team of people that I work with, but it's still most of the heavy lifting is just me. Mm -hmm. And so I don't always feel like I get the chance to really receive. Yeah. So when I'm in that space, in that kitten space mm -hmm. with my owner, that's the only thing that's required of me is, is just to receive. To, is Wow. Yeah. You know what's crazy? Yeah. <laughs> I never thought about it like that in a oh, sense because it's very difficult God. for me to relax and get had. Mm. <laughs> like this has been yes. an ongoing thing for us our entire marriage. I've had to and force I've got, myself on him. Yeah, I've got oh, wow. better at it. But as a yeah. leader, as a doer, as an entrepreneur, you always feel like you have to be doing something. And then right. as a guy in the bedroom, I feel like I always have to be the dominant. Now, I know there are some guys that prefer a sub role right. uh, in certain areas of the bedroom, but I always feel like, eh, let me hump on, let me hump this. Even from mm -hmm. the bottom, when she riding, I'm still throwing right, that thing <laughs> in the air. I'm like, I'm defying gravity. And, uh, yes, like, and I've been telling him, like, be still. Hey, well, <laughs> but I, personally, I really like when my partner, you know, Ads from the bottom because I don't just want to be riding on a, a stale I mean, dick. No, that's dick, fine. You know? But mm. because of the place I know it's coming from for exactly. him, it's Always like just work. relax. Let me just let me do relax some work and for let once. me. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So that's that's what it is. Because if I could get him to know how to turn that off and on, mm. then it's like yeah, do it sometimes and then sometimes don't. Mm. You know. But I think yeah. I would benefit from tantra for sure. We have mm -hmm. a friend that's really into yes. it. He's trying to. <laughs> he, he's trying. He's not quite receptive yet. <laughs> he ain't well, ready maybe yet. he needs a different teacher because I think sometimes it's not about Sorry. the message, but the messenger. Yeah. And um, you know, each tantric pra practitioner is going to come with a different set of tools. Mm -hmm. Some people are practicing neo tantra. Some are practicing lineage based tantra. Mm -hmm. And depending on the style of tantra that's being taught. Um, it's going to determine how you are receptive of it because mm -hmm. Tantra is medicine. So mm -hmm. sometimes you might be being served the incorrect medicine and that's why it's mm -hmm. not really taken. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can mm -hmm. definitely see that because yeah. before we got on Lifestyle, like <clears throat> before we went to like vacation at, at certain resorts, you know, I had never been around grown men naked. Mm -hmm. I mean, like I played sports in college in high school, but it was just tennis. So at the most, oh, it's like right. three guys and everybody ain't changing at the same time. So like to just be hosted in that that lifestyle and that mm. that area that that environment initially was a shock so when this person tried to teach us about ta uh, tantra and and breathing and mm -hmm. like going slow but they're naked I'm just like keep your dick over there <laughs> yeah that and you know, I couldn't focus on lot. nothing I was like hey 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 yeah, yeah. yeah I need a torso of length between me <laughs> and your dick if your torso if comes we've past actually that... had him on the show and he's a really good friend of ours mm -hmm. but still like he's uh, an affectionate person mm -hmm. so while okay. he's saying this and he's a nudist at that so right. I am too while <laughs> he's saying this he's like rubbing his shoulders and, he's oh, rub... and yeah. so it was like okay. it was a lot he, for he, me it yeah. was a lot for yeah, him to have to process that's a mm -hmm. whole lot to process yeah. and, yeah. <laughs> and just in your first time being introduced to Tantra and the nudity is there and mm -hmm. the touching that's a lot it's a lot yeah. I, like it's, it's no contact for me when I'm introducing my clients to mm -hmm. Tantra and I'm clothed okay. <laughs> we don't no. do that no. No. <laughs> yeah but yeah it was our first time and we were at a um a nude resort so okay. everybody okay. was nude yes. but still it <laughs> was still a lot to process yeah, yeah. 
Um, and I brought up him being a nudist because now, even if we tried to do a session with him now, he would very much likely be completely naked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, like, man, being a nudist is so freeing. Mm-hmm. It is, though. We're, uh, we're very much like yeah. that now. The reason we don't mm-hmm. do it more at the house is because we have a kid. Okay. But when she goes back home for the holidays and then like, oh, man. It's we don't no see clothes it. all yeah. the time. No but bottoms, no nothing. Even she gets it. it, though, because if it's just me and her at the house, she is walking around in damn near nothing, and she just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to nudist resorts or, like, communities where the children were nude, mm-hmm. and I was like, that was new for me. Wow. I was like, oh, wow. And it was predominantly, like, white folk, right? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about that, like, oh, wow, okay. The difference between like our culture and their culture where and I do know of black families that are nudists and they introduce it to their children too. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, wow, look at this like freedom mm-hmm. where the body is not being sexualized. Mm-hmm. It's just the natural state of being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And um, I know, like, growing up, my mom, my twin, and I, like, we would always be naked around Wait, each other. Wait, so it's two of you? Yes, I have a twin. Shit. <laughs> Identical? Shout out to Nurse J. Becky. Yeah. The, the world ain't ready. <laughs> right? That's just, it's just too much body, out of body, body, No, it is. And she got even more blood. body than me. Like, she... Really? La, la, oh, la, la. She always been the twin with the bigger boobs. I've always had the, a butt, you know... She got butt too, but like she's always been more voluptuous. Okay. All right. <laughs> you know, and I always felt like little sis, because I'm I am the younger twin <laughs> by 25 minutes. I was fashionably late to the world. Wait, you, <laughs> so, was about you to wait say 25, 25 minutes? minutes? Yeah, y'all gonna wait Usually. for me. Diva. <laughs> she Fuck was <laughs> diva. She was trying to comb out the feathers in her boa. She right. had to make sure. <laughs> she had just sat down to fix her plate. That's just like, well, I'm gonna get up out of here. Like, what well, bitch, why you gonna leave? I'm gonna finish my plate. <laughs> Exactly. That's my doctors and nurses on the smoke break outside. Ugh, 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 That's literally my attitude uh, in life. And I swear to God, it's because of how I entered the world. It's just like, y'all gonna wait on me. And we did. And, 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 and they did. did. And we did. Respectfully. Ah, and did. Respectfully. Wait, this was all part of the plan. Yeah, that I never knew she was mm. gonna be late. Mm. Uh, mm. Listen, I was like, I had, snoo- I had snooze one too many times. So I was like, all right, get your ass up. Yeah, Wash your I mean, ass. yeah, you had a late flight and didn't get to bed till late four. Flight, late night. Yeah, because yeah. I was up literally taming his hair. I was like, oh, no, I can't go on this podcast <laughs> with, the, with the lion mane. It's like, not that. So, Did you get I a chance to get... go out last night? I'm sorry, man. Hell no. Oh. I, get, I got to my hotel at like 1.30 a.m. Oh, oh, shit. Okay. Got right. You. And then they were like, well, we don't have the room that you booked, but we're going to upgrade you to an executive suite. I was like, okay. <laughs> right. Fine. Right. It's so, a lot of good eateries down where you stand, too. It's so a if whole you need lot. Any, yeah, if you need any suggestions, let me know. I'm we a are foodie. The same. We got a whole list of shit that you can try. Let me, let me know. <laughs> let me know. Um, so going back to Precious and that giving you like a, a space to receive, I'm um getting... <laughs> Niggas is asking for the IG early. <laughs> Real like, Glamazon Tayomi. What's her IG? <laughs> Real Glamazon Tayomi. And it is in, um, uh, it's on the more to the story and my IG as well, I oh, believe. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> you know, my, my IG is way more tame than what it used to be because IG, you know how they've been snatching oh, with pages. Man, pages, I can't monetization. even turn a half of my bare ass cheek to the camera without them being like solicitation. I'm like, damn. Listen, once you're on their radar, 
you're on that radio for, for a good life. six months. Yeah, yes. at least that's because like, they've been they've been picking at me a well, little she bit. Well, she's been showing her nipples and shit. Okay, but I had but on she... a sheer and it had like these stars on it, so I'm like, because it's something covering me, I should be fine. And also, and they was like, no, it's like you got like I feel like you got the acceptable titties. You know what I mean? You got Girl, acceptable titties. They tame as fuck. And, <laughs> you know, now me, my big ass areolas, I get it. You know, I really get it. But you got acceptable titties. Like that's Big that's ass fresh. Areolas. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they like they like bullseyes, you know. Like <laughs> they really are. You so. know what? And mine are big and really dark compared to my skin, so it was probably I like, like those no, those are areolas. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. are very areolas. <laughs> I've told, I've been told I got the dick of a Deontay. My dick is hella dark skin. We very snicker But that's how it is with y'all light skins. Yeah. Yes. They be having a dark child. Yes. like, where that come from? Yeah. It's like, yeah. where that come She did an off. Like, where you get that from? Right? Where you get that dick from? <laughs> dick is I hate you. Um... <laughs> I love it, though. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that sounds... is. I hear like a lot of you had to learn a new type of intimacy in that because receiving, yeah. being able, because people wanting to to treat you mm-hmm. is like it's their way of connecting and and building intimacy with you. And the rejection or the discomfort in receiving mm-hmm. is rejection of that intimacy. Am I? Am I? Is that that? Yeah. Absolutely. And what's interesting is Mm -hmm. that this person didn't just come out of nowhere, right? Mm -hmm. Because um, I'm very public with, like, my processes and how I express myself. Mm -hmm. So, like, I've had people on social media being like, meow for me. Crawl to me. I'm like, shut the fuck fuck up. up, Right? I literally... Suck my dick. I literally be like, you don't have the authority. See that? So then the dom comes out and I'm mm-hmm. like, you don't have the, the authority to talk to me like mm-hmm. that or to give me any commands. Mm-hmm. So shut up respectfully. Right. Like, okay, my bad. Yeah, because yes. you don't know the rules. Right. You're not my owner, so don't talk to me. And this is not performative for you. Mm-hmm. It's not right. performative for you. Mm. So And she looked them right in the face. Because mm. <laughs> uh, I will check you respectfully online. Okay, same energy online, same energy in real life. Okay. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> My uh, my owner, um, it, it, this wasn't like somebody who came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, we started, he was following me for a while. Mm-hmm. And then we started like developing a relationship in person during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Because I ended up moving to a neighborhood that was kind of close to where he lived. Okay. Right. And so during the pandemic, he would ask me if I needed anything. And again, you know, I've been working on really relaxing into receiving because that's mm-hmm. the feminine principle. Right. So I was like, okay, let me just accept this. And so he would come over with his mask on and like, you know, giving me food and stuff like that. And then he's also a cannabis consumer like myself. <laughs> so he would, um, you know, bring me cannabis products and stuff because he has a friend that makes like juices and, you know, edibles and whatnot. Oh, shit. And then for my birthday in 2020, um, he bought me a kitten kit. And it had a tail and ear and like several pairs of ears and like some clip-in ears. Really? And so that was the introduction because he was like, I don't know, like, you know, is it okay for me to gift you this? Like he asked for consent first. Right. Mm -hmm. Super big. Super Mm -hmm. big. Um, And so from there I was like, okay. And then he started talking to me about his role in the lifestyle and he is married and him and his wife are in the lifestyle and stuff. So this is all consensual Mm -hmm. and all ethical. Mm -hmm. So over time we built this relationship 
And last year around my birthday, he brought me a big gift of like these cannabis Kool-Aids. Shit's fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's an upper, so I'll be like, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're a geek. But um, he mentioned like, well, if you ever want to play, I have a lap for, for Stray Kitties. And I was like, oh, oh right. I was like, oh, oh. And then immediately, not going to lie, I felt a little triggered. Right. <laughs> because I went back into like the last relationship that I had was with my husband mm -hmm. and being my owner. Mm -hmm. And so um, even though I had been like literally calling out to the universe for a new owner, I was like, why, are you, why do you feel triggered in this moment when this man is literally offering oh. something to you and you feel safe with him? So I had to go in and do a little bit of shadow work, you know, <laughs> yeah. figuring out like, what is this that's coming up? Mm -hmm. And so I was like, just trust, just trust and just flow with it. Mm -hmm. And what I loved about the whole situation is that when I opened up and said, okay, he said, all right, this is what we're going to do. Mm. We're going to have um, a date. We're going to go on a date and we're going to talk about your role as a kitten and what you want to experience. And I'm going to talk about oh. how I am as an owner that and my experience. That is the way it's supposed to be. We had a plan. negotiation. That is man the way it's supposed plan. to be That's how done. it is. And he asked me like what kind of foods I liked and everything. And so he chose a restaurant that we both liked and that was a central location for both of us to get to because we live on separate sides of town in Chicago. Mm -hmm. And it was the best. I showed up with my ears on <gasps> and my little leopard print dress. People in a restaurant looking like, what the fuck is happening? Fuck them. <laughs> right. fuck I them. don't let them wonder. I straight up don't care. You and could never. It'd be the white man for me. Yes. Mm -hmm. The white man. be already knowing you know what I'm <laughs> But they say <laughs> shit. Right. The white man be like, and they look at your guy and be like, lucky motherfucker. Yes. They can't stop staring. Like, they like, be trying I've been so trying hard. to get her to wear ears for years and she won't do it. Yep. They be, they be staring so hard. Mm -hmm. Unashamed. And so, he came with a notepad. He had a notepad with notes and with points that he wants to make sure that he hit. And when I was talking about myself and my preferences, he was taking notes. And so he was like, okay, based on what you're telling me here, this is how I see our relationship rolling out because I'm here to help you develop this persona, right? Mm. I was like, oh, this next level. <laughs> I was I like, oh, that's plan, serious, serious. Right, exactly. And that is the role of a dom. Yeah. A proper wow. dom or dame if it's a woman, mm -hmm. right? Or a femme identifying person is going to help you grow and develop as an individual. Mm -hmm. It's not just about like being in control of mm -hmm. someone. Mm -hmm. Now, when it's a service kink and you're paying somebody for an exchange, that's different. Mm -hmm. But in a true DS dynamic where it's a relationship, mm -hmm. it's all about the growth and the development of that person. Mm -hmm. So that's how you could tell the difference between somebody who's just like being performative as a dom or a dame and somebody who's really living the lifestyle of it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so... I appreciated that. Yeah. And, and it's a big commitment. It's a huge especially commitment. Especially to be the the dom, the, the things, the attention Look. to detail and the fuck. <laughs> right? Because he, he buys me stuff. Like we have a, um, we talk like practically every day through mm -hmm. text. And he's always looking for stuff for me to like build out more, my persona. So like Precious is a white kitty. Mm -hmm. And so... He found like a robe, a new robe for me. Oh, so that whole get up on your IG. 
So the the first get up, like the the official picture I put out, uh -huh. I put all that together myself. Okay. But he's upgraded my ears. He bought me a tail. He bought me a bowl that he had customized with my name on it. Um, he got me a second plug for my tail because the first plug is like a small metal one. Uh -huh. And I was like, I think I need a little bigger, bigger, bigger of a plug. <laughs> silicone, please. So he bought me that. Uh -huh. He bought me like lingerie and little like crotchless undies so mm -hmm. I can wear this my one, tail comfortably. Yeah. I put yeah. that together myself. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Go to that her page. <laughs> Go to her motherfucking page. <laughs> right Yo, now. as you see, I was already stalking. I know exactly <laughs> what she was talking about. Okay. <laughs> Okay, no, I knew exactly. Y'all hearing me and y'all about y'all hear about me flying to Chicago? Just know, <laughs> serving body. I am five ten and a half. Listen, okay. Uh, look, I don't so, even care. I'm not, I don't care how tall you. I'm not. Okay, I don't care how tall you are, baby. Listen, so listen. listen. <laughs> And she not playing. She I am an playing. equal opportunity employer of, of sizes, body and dick. Let's go. Like, I, whatever you are bringing, I feel I like can work we need to it, collab you know? on a shirt. Let's say all that. Listen. <laughs> with the check box, right? Check, check off check, the box. Check, check. Motherfuckers say they already there. <laughs> we don't have to say Right. <laughs> front, this frontier little summer fly thing don't sound so bad anymore. Just Listen, ma'am, you only Lamazon, went back and forth to Chicago. Listen, they, they own it. <laughs> Chicago be late don't just go to the page and look. Follow. Uh, follow me. Yes, follow follow support. So, um... Let me pull up my little notes. Well, you got to do the cards first, baby. You didn't even do the cards. Oh, shit. Ooh, you got cards? cards? Yes. I love a good card game. Y'all, I jumped right into it because I was I was ready for this conversation. But the tonight's conversation, this is the After Dark, the Sexy 69 questions. I feel like I say that different every time I read that. So this going to get in your business, I want to invite out and introduce all our friends. What you doing? Yeah. Let us get three hours. We'll throw something together real quick. Yeah, right, Let's right. do it. Let's do it. I'm definitely debauchery. I'm always yes. with the shit. I'd be like, what we doing? <laughs> that that's always the question. Like, so what we doing? What we doing? And those who know know. Yeah. All right. That's the call of call. What we doing? Hey, <laughs> we out here. Sign in with Ooh, okay. These are all good. I got three questions mm. for you. We about to get in your business. Get okay, let's go. <laughs> I'm with it. So the first, which sexual position do you enjoy the most? Um, okay. Here we go. It's a tie. It really is. It's a tie between being on top, because I just like <laughs> I like <laughs> fucking people up. <laughs> Yeah, like I am the founder of the Cowgirl Workout, the only yes. online yes. sensual fitness program teaching women how to not only ride dick but become dick assassins. Okay, <laughs> so I be assassinating dicks. I mean, put the camera on me real quick. <laughs> He's like, I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> you say, you say what now? Fuck somebody up on the dick. I assassinate yo dicks. That's what I, I want for my <laughs> Easter gift. What's the next holiday that's coming up? Can you, Listen, can you get play. me this workshop, please, for Easter? I don't I play when I'm on top of the dick. I just Yo. love it. I just love. I love seeing the facial expressions. Mm -hmm. I love like 
feeling when their soul is about to leave their body. <laughs> they cannot control it. I'm kill like, me. ha ha, finish Kill you. me. Yeah, kill me. <laughs> so yeah. Thomas over here, I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, being mm-hmm. on top, it's really intimate too because yeah. like, you know, as when you are a cisgender woman, mm-hmm. right, and you know how it is, the typical roles, it's like, if you're in a hetero coupling, the man is typically the one that's dominant. Mm-hmm. But when you get on top, it's a power shift. Yeah. And so with that, you got to have a confidence to get up there and know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And you could take your time. You control the depth. You control the speed. And you get to have multiple orgasms. And I'd be like, don't finish before I do. Because <laughs> I could tell when he's almost there and I'll stop and clinch. Or I'll, or I'll tuck and roll and hop off. <laughs> tuck and roll look. and hop. Oh, look, the fuck off. Tuck she roll, is, she is out here looking you, like Hitman on the dick. <laughs> <laughs> You tuck and roll and hop off. You do all that shit. You gonna make me come faster. She out here mission impossible. Oh, that shit turned me on. All of a sudden, she just go up and listen. You turn. You turn to Jason Bourne on the dick. I'm gonna get. Oh, this bitch is crazy. Splash. She said, "Tuck and roll on the dick, guys." Look, all right. Especially because I, I am a firm believer in pulling out because that's my form of breath control <laughs> and a rhythm method. You know? yeah. So I know how to tuck and roll. I tell my clients all the time: if you're not trying to get pregnant, just tuck and roll, roll off oh. the dick. Get so, up a sec, me fellas. Please come oh. over to this side, baby. We good over here. Uh, you don't want to have no more kids. It's good. Have to be yes. Hey, man, it's, it's beautiful living over here, man. Yes. So yes, my nuts yes. come out with smiles on their face. <laughs> He is, girl, he is barely a month into this vasectomy. When I tell you he is the fucking poster child. (laughs) Listen. Listen to this man. Hey, man. Because we should not have to be in battle with our bodies with this medication. Yep. When, Mm. if you don't want to have children, just get this procedure done. It's reversible. It's not forever if Mm -hmm. you don't want it. The second position, though, Mm -hmm. is sex from the side. From the side. Brah. And like both of y'all on the side or just you on your side? Either either up. one. It's either okay. me on the side and he's erect mm-hmm. or or spooning. Mm-hmm. Yo, I don't know. Man. It's like it's yeah. like so with the vagina in the middle, it's like this. It's like shaped like an H. Mm-hmm. So it's these other like little pockets mm-hmm. in the middle that you can hit when you get it from the side. Mm-hmm. And I love it mm-hmm. because when he hits that spot. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel it. He feels it, and it's like mm. a—it's it's an instantaneous. Both of us just like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then I yeah. also hate it. Let me tell you why. Because when these niggas hit that spot, it's done for. I'm like, come <laughs> on, man. Like, please last. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm almost there. Don't give up the ghost. See, yet. You know what? <laughs> Keep it, it in. Hold it on. is it is amazing because that's usually like his his finish. Once exactly. I'm in that position, he it's, can't it's, take it's it no with. more. Listen, it's but, done with. But, but as, me, I'm after, like, yo, this is actually revving my ass back up. You know what I'm saying? We just get it started. I wait till she get hers, and then I'm like, all right, I throw them legs over like this. Okay, uh, keeping together. But I'm telling you, man, it just said that one. And okay, I gotta get to your third one before I give because I'm gonna give one of mine like, just in case you oh, don't I miss it. I didn't even ask for yours. Two. Oh, let me on top and the side, the side sex like. Let me tell y'all something. Now the side is my favorite. Are you about to uh, break down the, the diagram for listen, side sex? Listen, no, the side is my favorite. <laughs> Running a very fucking close second is collapse cowgirl. I yes. mean, colla- collapse doggy style. 
Yeah. Collapse oh. doggy style when she's on her stomach. I call that you, plank. Li- oh. <laughs> that plank position. And you get a, like, start doggy, yeah. right? Yeah. And then push her motherfucking ass down. <laughs> yeah. Right? Collapse. Get your I legs he on was the just outside. To make me shut up. Put, a, put them on the inside. <laughs> I mean, that too. All right. Now you you are in there. Legs closed. Your legs on the outside, right? Yep. Now you you first you get in there. You grind a little bit. And <laughs> yep. then you lift yourself up. She said, "Yeah." Grab one of them shoulders. Grab her shoulder, right? As 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 leverage, right there. You gonna have the other neck. hand right here, lifting yourself up, and just go to motherfucking work. Not hard. Mm-hmm. But just hit every that fucking corner. Mm-hmm. You are a bumper car at that point. You want to hit every fucking corner yeah. inside of that mu- man. It's like <laughs> you turn the coochie. You gotta turn that shit like like ice like cream butter. And butter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh yeah. my god! Oh my god! You listen. I'm not gonna put y'all on game. And if you really want to fuck her up, put a pillow under mm-hmm. her. Um, yep. Under her, uh, what's this part? Those it, things. This abdomen part right yeah, here? Yeah, pelvis. Yeah, pelvis. Put a pillow so it, it hunches her up just a little mm-hmm. bit. That's going to give you better just leverage. Just a little bit. And it's also going to give you a better range for depth so when you go on the side of that. Now, you hit the back of that pussy. Yeah. <laughs> She's going to be a love for life. Cervical orgasms. Cervical And let me orgasms. tell you something. With reflexology, sexual reflexology, the cervix is um, the heart center. Mm. So, when you're pressing against the cervix, because... um. Who is that? I was on B.O.B.'s podcast and he was like, that's like a crazy button down there. I said, yeah, because you're literally pressing into somebody's heart center. So you, mm. like, you fall in love mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the head of the penis that's is how you the got heart me. center. Hey, collapse so, doggy. Look, I, I personally, that's how he got me. I like collapse doggy. Yeah. With a um the hand on the back, back of the, of the neck. neck. Yep. Uh, that's what I say. Like, I'm, I'm like, truly a cat. And she like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she like, When she start moaning and her teeth are showing, that's how you know it's real. Facts. Gotcha, bitch. Or like a hand for me, like a hand over the mouth and nose. I'm into erotic asphyxiation. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That my heart is like racing right now. I think about it. I'm like, oh, I love it, but I I got (laughs) asthma too bad. You put your hand on my press of charges. (laughs) But you know I can't breathe that well. Listen, you can't be doing that now. I keep my hell up by the bed like it's a pistol. (laughs) (laughs) Who is that? I'm weak. I'm going to get you a chain for it. That'd be listen, hot I, though. I, I, listen, I was just saying. Spray paint that bitch. A gold crusted in there. Dip it up, say, dip it in some goalie. All I gotta do is keep a place with dazzle the fuck hey, out listen. of it. Right. Don't be surprised if <laughs> you see me on the road with a gold dipped in helicopter. Trendsetters out here. Red. Let them know. I'll help with a bling down on funeral. Like, listen. I'm gonna start coming out to Fabulous. Breathe. Breathe. I'm all prepared to be all fucking professional and shit with her ass when she as dumb as we are. People don't know. I I be I got the jokes for days. She as dumb as we are. Okay. (laughs) Next question. Could you be in a relationship with someone you're not sexually attracted to? Not a sexual or romantic partnership. Okay. I could be in a friendship. (laughs) <laughs> we could have, uh, mm-hmm. well, I can't say, so I could be in a romantic relationship with someone I'm not sexually attracted to. I mean, I would still have love for them. We could date. We could do all the things. 
right? Mm-hmm. Um, we're just not going to have sex. Mm. And I can't lie, like, I do have some relationships where, like, we're in love and we've never had sex. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm not going to consider that as, like, a primary partnership because I'm poly, so I do have partners that, like, fit in different categories. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, we could be in relationship. It just wouldn't be a sexual relationship. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that that's important because yeah. intimacy is way more, more. Mm-hmm. than just physical. Yes. You can have spiritual and emotional mm-hmm. intimacy as well. And can you explain um, or give examples of those different types of intimacy? Because I feel like intimacy is so often confused with like with sex, like you just said. So mm-hmm. people only think about sexual acts when you know when they think of intimacy, but it can be dis- displayed in these other ways. Can you give examples? So intimacy, intimacy in itself as defined is defined as the closeness that you feel with a person as you develop a a bond with them, mm-hmm. right? And also intimacy with ourselves is the same. It's just the relationship and the closeness you have with yourself. And so the only time we really see as far as like of the popular popularized um, definition of intimacy, it automatically goes to physical intimacy, but you have mental and intellectual emotional and spiritual. Mm -hmm. And so with spiritual, it's do you connect with somebody on a spiritual level? Um, Does that person speak to who you are as a spirit body? Mm -hmm. You know, and in Tantra, like there's a lot of spiritual intimacy that's developed because you're tapping into that other person's energy. And then emotional intimacy is so interesting, right? Because what do we see a lot of times online, like when it comes to infidelity? Like, oh, you liking a person's pictures or you having these deep conversations with mm-hmm. them. You sharing feelings that you don't share with me. You're cheating. That's because that person has emotional intimacy with another. Mm-hmm. Like there are certain things that I'm sure maybe you don't share with him that you share with like girlfriends or like other people that's a little more intimate that, you know... And I don't know. Y'all probably have a really deep relationship where y'all share everything. What to say? Right? No. <laughs> but <they're, laughs> they can literally swap stories and hear the exact same version. <laughs> well, that's, that's good. Yeah. But there's like an emotional intimacy that you can share mm-hmm. with people that, um, you know, it just taps into who you are at your core mm-hmm. emotionally. And then intellectually, especially for those who are like sapiosexuals, they get off on having these intellectual conversations and debates and things like that. Mm-hmm. And that stuff can get really deep because it's really reflecting mm-hmm. like what your principles are. And then with the physical intimacy, we know what that is. That's sex, mm-hmm. right? Sex or even just physical touching or like physical closeness. It doesn't always have to look like penetrative sex. Mm-hmm. It could be kissing or it could be cuddling. It could be holding each other. It could be eye gazing. There's a lot of different mm-hmm. ways that physical intimacy can be experienced without penetration. Mm-hmm. And so um, we share intimacy in all of our relationships. Right. But the only time right. we prioritize it. I was just it, about to get yeah. into that because I know like I share intimate moments with a very close female friend of mm-hmm. mine. And it's like as simple as just sitting there talking shit while we're like spooning on the couch. And that's Mm -hmm. it. And that's the closeness and the bond that you have. And like, it's so crazy to Mm -hmm. me how people only respect intimacy Mm -hmm. if it's coming from a sexual space, Mm -hmm. but they don't understand how right now this is intimate. Mm -hmm. 
You know, like we're all like sharing the same energy right now. We're laughing. We're having a good time. This is intimate. And I'm going to say it displays emotional and even intellectual intimacy because you're, you know, <laughs> you say we are dumb, but dumb in the sense of like we are fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> right? right. But this is intimacy. And mm -hmm. People don't understand that it could be as simple as this. And I think they overcomplicate it. Mm -hmm. yes. And so then they assume that they don't have any intimate moments. But it's like you can have intimate moments with your parents. Like if yeah. you have a good relationship mm -hmm. with your parents or like people in your family, even your bosses or like coworkers and stuff, you know, like yeah. we are experiencing intimacy even in being like in an Uber. Mm -hmm. You know, with the Uber driver, you ever had a conversation yes. and just kind of get a little deep mm -hmm. or they like speak it to your life? It's like, wow, that's some emotional mm -hmm. um, intimacy right there just for 30 minutes. And so if people would just realize just how vast intimacy yeah. is, I mm -hmm. think that they would see that in their lives, they have so many more opportunities mm -hmm. to be enriched by the, by by the experiences. Yes. I think a lot of people Absolutely. are... I mean, they take things at face value. Yeah. You mm -hmm. never choose... Well, a lot of people don't choose to go deeper than the surface because a lot of times we're exposed to what the highest form of something is, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, if you tell somebody you're poly, people typically go to the far end <laughs> of that, like, oh, you fucking everybody out here. Like, calm the fuck down. You didn't have a chance Relax. before. <laughs> you still don't have a fucking chance. Thank like, you. just Relax. calm the fuck down. <laughs> like, a, a, a born, um, like, when you were saying that she might not tell me everything emotionally, there was a time. Right, because was I, I wasn't yeah, right. I wasn't emotionally available, mm -hmm. and I wasn't I wasn't the best affectionate person. Mm -hmm. I thought intimacy and affection were all the same thing. Oh. Like, and I didn't even know how to show my daughter affection effectively initially mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. I was so closed off to yeah. love. I had so many walls up. Mm -hmm. I would not let people get close. Yep, you and said, so I didn't yeah. know how to love effectively as a parent at first. Yeah, wow. and um, and y'all's relationship, like I I see. I, that that closeness mm -hmm. in you guys now to where like before if he didn't actually like tell her like yo roll with me to go such and such she wouldn't say anything you know he mm. would just go in and out you know whatever. Errors, whatever me I can't fucking walk into another room without her trying to come with me Aww. or asking <laughs> me where I'm going or whatever and now she's at this point where he's headed out hey man where you going Aww. I'll go with you yeah I Just love like that. that. And it's, it's beautiful. Wait up, man. And like, she'll go, <laughs> she'll go get her stuff and then be like, come on, let's go. It's like, and it's, it's such a beautiful it's thing so to explain because yeah. I, I saw that relationship between them mm -hmm. and I wanted it. I longed for it. Wow. But I knew that I had to put the work in. It wasn't going to be something that mm -hmm. the kid was you just going to normally do because she had to feel comfortable enough to even invite herself or ask where I was going because exactly. I didn't give off the energy like I wanted to be bothered. Exactly. And so she felt like a nuisance if she would ask. And mm -hmm. I had to realize that. So... Like Come learning, on, black man for listen, doing the work. Man, <laughs> learning man. this stuff has so been so eye opening and also rewarding because, like, mm -hmm. even with sapiosexuals, I didn't realize that I was attracted to that. We have mm. a, a friend uh, in, in like the outer circle of us, and she is very intellectual. When she talks, like she uses words that just aren't normally used in right. day to day jargon conversations. Like mm -hmm. you just don't hear it. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I say, "You be talking up a lot." 
God. She has a varied vernacular. Damn. Oh, man. <laughs> I totally so get that. But also, like, just listening to you talk, like, I have an appreciation for your knowledge. And it's also super fucking sexy mm-hmm. as someone knows wow. so much about their, their <laughs> field and yes. can educate others. Like, I come yeah. from a family of teachers, and maybe that has mm-hmm. something to do with it. I, mm-hmm. I was a teacher uh, for three years, seventh grade science, and then I taught in jail, too. Okay, science. So, I mean, you know what I'm saying? A nigga like what he like. I took AP <laughs> chemistry. What's good? Hey, me too. <laughs> I know all okay. the properties. I need to switch seats. Maybe. Maybe. I I love when someone can teach me something. Not just mm-hmm. for the knowledge that I can receive from it, but also like just someone being, I, I feel like education is the same as talent and art. When someone chooses to share that with you, yeah. take time out of their schedule to help educate you or entertain you, mm-hmm. that's a choice. Yeah. That's, that's time out of their life they can never get back and I'm big on time because you can get money back and get cars back and get mm-hmm. houses back but your education and time are two things that are going to be priceless for the rest of your life and when somebody chooses to share both with you mm-hmm. that's an intimate moment in itself it's so yeah. intimate so I realized uh, I had my the first sapiosexual moment I remember where I like leaned all the way into it I was dating this guy and he used the term quid pro quo and he's like he fucking grew up in East St. Louis like he still lived there and I was like this nigga quid pro and he used it right Right, right. <laughs> and then it was another conversation about this book and then he goes to grab it and he opens it to show it to me and I was like Naked yes. right now. Yep. Naked right now. Give me <laughs> sex. Give me sex. You in here right now. Give like, me sex or I will cry. It you. is so crazy because like he was a nice looking guy, but I actually wasn't all that attracted to him. But that intelligence. I was up. like, yup. Mm. Hey. That's how it smart, is. ugly ass over here. <laughs> That's how it is for me with like conversations about hip hop and like going into theory and shit. I just be like, ooh. That's crazy. You know, hip hop was started in the 70s. <laughs> and if you think about the rhythms and the jazz, here we go. Tell and everybody. I wanted to just feel it for a second. You know what I mean? You know what, see? I'm feeling the blood. That's like, you know, it's doing something. My armpits sweating. Let and me shit. tell you something. You ain't doing it right unless the areolas get hard. Listen, you know what I'm saying? The when areolas, my areolas start the areolas, expanding, that's how you know it's yeah. real. Anybody can get the, you know, the nipples hard, but you get the areolas, the areolas to pop start up a little bit. Ooh. It's a wrap. You know how, yeah. you know how Coco yeah. Puss been when they been sitting in milk for too long? <laughs> and they just swell just a little bit? You get that blood rushing to that areola, my boy. They ain't done some shit. Baby, it is. Oh, my God. You said something earlier, though, about the walls, right? Mm-hmm. Having those walls up. And I think so many people have been traumatized, yeah. right? That there are these walls up, and the walls have been put up as a form of protection, but they yeah. end up becoming a prison. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. then you don't let anybody in. You don't let anyone see you. And what's really happening is, like, everybody's wearing masks. Yes. yes. So the question is, is someone seeing the representative or yes. are they seeing the real you? Yes. And what's even more messed up is you put the walls up to protect yourself from the outside world, but then also it's preventing you from actually knowing yourself. Yes. Mm. Because now you're being performative and just trying to put on um, the idea of what it's is persona. acceptable mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. others, right? And so yeah. that's why people don't recognize what true intimacy is because they don't even have it with themselves yeah. first. So we have this um, family unit um, out here and 
usually to hear feels like, you know, kind of that he has to be per performative, like the life of the party type mm -hmm. person. And he was always that way. And finally, like I'm starting to see him realize like, yo, I don't have to do that with mm -hmm. these niggas. Like everybody else gets that. But I can like sit here and just mm -hmm. have a real ass conversation and then not get weird. I don't have I to, to perform for them, you know? And because, you know, he's brought up several times that, oh, at home I get to turn it off, but out in the world I don't. And mm -hmm. But now it's like these people that mm -hmm. are like, dude, you could turn it off here too. And he's Man. like, yeah, I and see that. And it's not even just that. Yeah. It's also, um, we all went to Joshua Tree for New Year's Eve and I had uh, a revelation there too. I'm one of those people where I don't let a lot of people in in. Like, mm -hmm. I in a group, yeah. they were in, but they weren't in in. in. Mm -hmm. They don't know about the ins and outs, the shit that I'm dealing with, because I had, even though I, I, I broke down a lot of walls, I still had a certain way I wanted them to view me. Exactly. And I was afraid that me showing vulnerability, all of my vulnerability, and mm -hmm. the shit that I'm worried about, the shit that I'm you know, kind of stressing and, and, and provoking anxiety would change the optics of how they viewed me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I let them know that night, one of those nights, I was like, yo, I have not been being completely transparent with you guys. Because one of our friends was like, I want some Tahir time. She was like, I never get to spend time with you when you're at work. It's always in group setting. I want yeah. to just go to lunch with you. Yeah. And I had just like, oh, okay, cool, we're going to figure it out. As a you know a throwaway sentence, exactly. and I didn't mean it because that required me to get close mm -hmm. and be yep. vulnerable and have conversations on a one on one. If I'm entertaining a group, I never have to yeah. show my real hand. So true. Right. But like when I'm, yeah. it's an intimate setting and we're just talking about life, and it's like fuck, this shit might come up. Get real. And now yeah. I have to be vulnerable yeah. in front of a person, and I might not have been ready to. And so mm -hmm. it it not necessarily forced me, but also encouraged me to let people in yeah. the outside of her because she's the only person I had ever like I never did drugs or anything I didn't even <laughs> drink till I was like 28 but the first time I did we talked about this before first time I did was with her <laughs> because she was the only person I, like I had trusted with my life and before. you can't do that shit with everybody you can't you know what I'm saying like you some can't. shit goes down like you do that shit with regular niggas and they be like oh he let them sleep it off like no right. I'm dying Exactly. But now I have this family unit out here that I trust with the same intensity and with the same mm -hmm. um I mean everything with my life. And it feels good to mm -hmm. be able to let my guard down a little bit. I, I love that. that. Yeah. yeah. It's been really beautiful to to see it. Just the the way the conversations he has with them that I know like he doesn't have space or He's, he is not safe to have with a bunch of other friends. Mm -hmm. You know, I understand needing to to know who who you can share those moments and that that level of connection with. Exactly. Because so, yeah. intimacy is not going to be blanket across the board. Like, mm -hmm. you're just going to have some levels. people. It's levels. It's levels to this shit, y'all. I was just about to say the it's levels, levels to this shit. It's levels to this shit, literally. And mm -hmm. there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people get offended when they don't have the same access. Yes, yes. To you in intimacy as others. Mm -hmm. The thing is, intimacy isn't special, mm -hmm. but you still have yeah. the autonomous right to say, and I'm going to stop it right here yeah. with you. Yeah. Right? And you, sometimes you just got to let people know, hey, yeah. we're not, we not there yet. Right. <laughs> right. We're not there yet. I we're not, say yeah, that we're not the there yet. We're not there yeah. yet. It, mm -hmm. it can happen. Like, I have a friend that I've known for years, mm -hmm. longer than a lot of these people in our family unit. Yep. Mm -hmm. She's Same. not there yet. Yeah. She, yep. And you know exactly Because time doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. 
It's not time. It's the amount of safety mm -hmm. that you feel with opening mm -hmm. up to that person. Because you know how it is. When you start getting really deep and vulnerable, you want to make sure that the stuff that you're sharing is not going to be weaponized against oh. you later on. <laughs> talk that, that talk. Yo. Yo. Talk that motherfucking talk. What is shared in intimacy and in the moment of vulnerability mm -hmm. is supposed to stay in that container and it's supposed to be held with empathy and compassion. Yes. Not weaponized. Mm -hmm. And so if the body registers this person as a potential threat, because mm -hmm. some people are just too loose-lipped. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, and they don't... Loose-lipped? It's not that... Ships. They do. <laughs> and it's not like they intentionally are trying yeah. to be the way... That's, that's just, just who how they, they, they are. That's just who they are. And I also will say that that's who they think they are, and a lot of times it's performative. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to say that. God they damn, need something you, to talk you about. You reading the fuck out of this person. <laughs> I, and I don't even, I don't even know you this don't. person at but all. But it just, it just goes to show you that we are more alike than we are different. Yes. And a lot of people, even though we don't like to be put in boxes, you can kind of categorize a lot <laughs> of friendships, yes. a lot of family yes. members, a lot it's of relationships, not, yes. all that type of stuff. But it's it's also very important to know that. It doesn't matter how much you love a family member or a friend and stuff like that. You have to be aware of the people that you're keeping around and the information that you, you're, you're letting mm -hmm. go of. You, you still have to be protective. And that's yeah. the thing. Like, this shit, whether it's friendship, a marriage... Uh, family relationships, everything requires work. You work. cannot put this shit on cruise control and think that shit is just always going to be good it's because it, it is like a plant the same way that you have to tend to it and give life to it mm -hmm. and water it and make sure it's getting enough sun. You have to do that with relationships. And Me and stop Farinor, thinking, great sorry baby, but I just to piggyback on that, stop thinking that you don't have to work on all your relationships. All of them. That's because what, that's the point that I was trying to yes, make. Yes, yeah. that's why I just wanted to say it directly because I have found <laughs> and experienced so many people who put so little work into building genuine friendships <sighs> and so much work into romantic relationships. And it's like... Because they assume that the friendship is going to take care of itself because mm -hmm. of the amount of time you've known this mm -hmm. person yep. and because yes. of what a uh, friendship is defined as. They mm -hmm. feel like it's just something that can just maintain oh, they know I'm busy. And quantity right. does not equate quality. It does not. <laughs> Stop with but, this whole, yes. I've known them for this long. They that should don't know. Mm -hmm. No, no you change every yeah. day. Yeah. Listen, I don't even like the same piece I liked 10 years ago. <laughs> so Bam. with that, like if that's <laughs> yeah. something as small as the pizza... My my taste buds like that mm -hmm. person can be changed too, and it it takes very little to just check yeah. in. You can check in via text, even if you exactly. and the other person are busy. Hey, thinking about you. Hope all is well. We get a minute. Let's 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 catch up or something like that. That lets that person and know that then, you're still invested in the well being yeah. and the maturity of that friendship. You're still invested, yeah. and that's one of the people want, like everybody wants to feel like their time is respected, mm -hmm. their friendships, their 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 commitments are respected, and that little bit. Makes a difference. It does. And, and don't do not do the throwaway, we should get together. Be like, I'm free, such and such, such mm -hmm. and Period. such. What is your set schedule? Like, Listen, actually set everything, it. Everything actually can be done from here. Actually set it. Everything can be done from here. So because... I, I used to be that way. Mm -hmm. And then Farron got me good on the goddamn Google calendars. I'm going to send it to your yes. calendar. I'm going to send it and to your email. it was another time where he was like, oh, I was supposed to be um, linking up with this friend. And he was like, oh, and this friend asked me to link up. Maybe I'll just get them together. And I was like, no. uh-uh. Yes. Uh-uh. Yep. They mm -hmm. asked for one-on-one -on -one time. You put right. everybody in the Absolutely. same room. You block in a conversation, a connection. Pick That's one. True. 
Pick she one. She was absolutely right. <laughs> Pick a and side. She, and, and I, and that's, exact, that's exactly what the fuck I did because she's absolutely right. Don't minimize the situation yeah. by including too many people. That person might need that time. Exactly. They might need that time for you to have a conversation where they really need to hear from you. They need mm-hmm. your feedback. They need you to just listen. That's another thing. Sometimes people, guys, we are, put it on me, Amir. This one right here. Fellas, <laughs> we are notorious with this. I know how it is, especially being a Pisces. We want to okay, help Pisces. everybody. We are so empathetic. We want to we want to just fix all the problems. I had to limit my threshold of mm. what I could take from people because I know that about myself. And so when I ask a person how they're doing and they start going off, sometimes I have to just listen and kind of tune some of it out. Yep. But also another thing is I can't fix everything. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people don't want you to fix it. Sometimes no, they, they just, just want to complain. Sometimes they want to just vent. Sometimes they want to yep. cry, yell, and curse. And sometimes you just need to listen and not try that's to it. fix everything because that's what that person needs in that moment. So you cannot be a savior to all. You cannot be a fixer to all. I found that out the hard way. Save yourself and also save that relationship by not trying to fix everything. And I got to say this too, to piggyback off of that, right? You didn't even ask for consent to even try to fix anything or give them any advice. Because see, I learned in being Mm -hmm. a reformed codependent, Mm -hmm. I learned that when you just offer up advice or you tell somebody what they should do, that's a form of codependency. Mm-hmm. And so I stopped doing that mm-hmm. because I was like, oh, wow, I'm actually infringing upon this person's autonomy mm-hmm. by just telling them what they should do instead mm-hmm. of asking them, can I can I offer some advice mm-hmm. or can I offer you a different perspective on mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. right? Because then you're bombarding people with things they didn't even ask for. So it's like, it's not our responsibility to fix anybody, but what we can do is just show up as an empathetic source Right, mm-hmm. and just be a, a a source of like. Look at him; he's so smitten. <laughs> he's so smitten. Conversations are <laughs> so goddamn smart and dope and shit. What's your mailing address? I just want to mail you a letter and tell you I, I well, miss you. You know, not mail you a letter. <laughs> see, see, he got no, but he got me though with the mailing letter thing because you know I like that shit. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna As doodle a, all on the side of the guy, all on the border of the paper. I'm gonna go get good paper from the store. I'm going yeah, to stock. I'm going to stock. Oh, good stock. It's gonna be. Heavy. Yeah, yeah. Give, heavy give me paper. some Bristol. Mm-hmm. And a, yeah. some Bristol paper. Yeah, yeah, I like that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm gonna seal it too. I'm with, the, oh, with the wax. The wax? Uh-huh. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. Yep. Courier. Courier service. Want me to put some lip gloss on him so he can yeah. kiss it? Put, yeah. like, put some love. I'm going to spray some flan on it. Some baccarat on there. Oh, oh my God. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He wants to go buy some just so he can have something to spray on there. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to crush up some Nag Champa and just do this. Yo, yo, you do that, it's a wrap, dog. I'm mean, like, huh, I'm flying. <laughs> I'm flying back to LA. <laughs> I'm coming, baby. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> like you, you smudged this before you sent it. Oh, mm-hmm. oh my god! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what okay. I do. Not my so, <laughs> Real quick, um, this conversation led me to think of oh, also to uh, piggyback on what both you guys said, and then get to my question. Um, knowing how to protect your energy. From because just because a person calls you mm-hmm. or reaches out to you doesn't mean that you're in a place where you, you can receive it. And sometimes I just don't respond. Yeah. Period. I don't answer like because it's like I already know what this conversation is going to look like. Yep. I can't. 
Like if they call two times in a row, okay, then what's wrong? But you just call once, like you didn't want, you just want a regular shit. I can't today. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I can't. Mm-hmm. Let me. I need to be in a different state of mind before I can speak to certain people. Mm-hmm. Certain people call you. Only when it got bad news. Yeah. Oh my you god. Never, you never want to celebrate your wins with me. You just want right. to tell me about how, and not necessarily for me to fix the problem. You are no. financially, edit, but it's like just still, to complain. Just, it's yeah. a lot, and it's, it's again, a drag. Sometimes you got to allow people that space, but if it's a consistent thing where this person is doing this, one, and it's you messing can't up be your that, energy. Yeah, you can't be that person for that. You can't be that person for that person all, all the, the time. time. Yeah. That's vampirish. Like, that's vampire yeah. vampire vibes right there. Oh, yeah. the sucking. sucking yeah. 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 And never replenishing. Yeah. You, you just going to drain just take, my take, cup take, and take. never pour into it? Take, Share take, some take. of the good news with me. Tell me when you got some good sex or you... <laughs> look, the, 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 right. the waiter took care of Give me something. But if you only calling me with the bad news, I am going to distance myself. <laughs> I cannot handle it. Wait, Sherry Barnes said to here go be in papyrus buying us the store. A good spot, yeah. (laughs) I mean that bitch. Listen, and I listen. The guilty pleasure. I like stores like that. Yeah, I like papyrus. I will go buy some pins and some notepads. Never use it. Never use it. It's a really hmm. cute stationary store in Silver Lake. Mm. I mean, I, just saying. I buy buy cards. Like when I go to little coffee shops, you know they they will. Bring stuff in from from local vendors and stuff like that. I like buying like independent card owners. Oh yeah, some you shit do. that I like that. no one else is gonna get this. You won't receive this birthday card from anyone else. I yeah. love that. I want to be set apart that much, and I'm like, <laughs> fuck it. I get to do two things: help a, a small business <laughs> and put myself on a motherfucking bar. <laughs> Motherfucking bar, throw that bitch up. Like as a writer, I really appreciate a good pen and like mm-hmm. how it glides across the paper, mm-hmm. like yeah. real smooth and how yeah. it feels in my hand. Yeah. Like, I got a pen that you will fuck. I'm gonna have to see because I got one left and I've been saving. It. I'm like somebody gonna appreciate this. You talking about the crinkly one? Yeah, uh, and this art one. too. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna see you before oh. you go and I'll make sure you get this pen. You're gonna <laughs> fucking love it. It's an um, amazing. How long event. you in town? Uh, till Monday. Oh, okay. So my um, flight's like late evening. But my question was basically ways to show up. I'm self intimacy is that's a thing, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Can you give us some examples of ways that we can better show up for ourselves <laughs> in that light? First and foremost, lean notepad. in, lean <laughs> in, y'all. First and foremost, you have to hold yourself accountable. Mm. You have to be willing to be honest with yourself. Because there's a lot of ways that we're lying to ourselves and it's because we don't want to face the truth of the matter. And sometimes we don't want to admit that we've placed ourselves in situations that have brought harm to ourselves, right? And it's because we're holding on to a belief or a thought that makes us feel unworthy or like we're not enough. And a lot of times those beliefs have come from outside of us, Mm -hmm. but we have internalized them and we think that it's a part of who we are. And we forget that we believed the lie. And so we say, well, this is just how I am. Mm -hmm. This is just who I am. So what is required is um, like a catalyst. Mm -hmm. So something happens or someone comes along and then they catalyze that healing, which we call being triggered. I like to say it's being activated. Right, mm-hmm. I learned that from Dr. Lex. Shout out to I was her. About to say that sound like some old Russian spy, like <laughs> activate the sleepers. Right. <laughs> it does, right? <laughs> but that's what happens. You get activated, mm-hmm. and then this thing comes up that reminds you that this is not a part of you. This needs to leave. That's what really is is happening when you're triggered. Your body is saying, "Hey, this thing doesn't belong." 
You need to focus on this. Give yourself what you need to get rid of this. And so mm. with holding yourself accountable, it's being truthful about that thing and mm. what you are feeling in the moment. And that's intimate in itself. Doing shadow work, going in and doing the think work to rewire your thinking around a certain mm -hmm. thing and actually figure, figuring out the source of where that thing came from. That is at the base of being able to build that mm -hmm. intimacy and then boundaries, right? Listen, yeah. I'm going to say this. I have, I have been practicing stronger boundary setting over the last four years. Yeah. Because I was not always good with that. I am mm -hmm. a reformed people pleaser. And mm -hmm. don't get me wrong. Like, I still enjoy yeah, yeah, pleasing yeah. people. And there's nothing wrong with wanting mm -hmm. to but please people. But not at your own detriment. Exactly. Not to where you place yourself up as a martyr. And it's like, don't do that because that's fake. It's fake because you made the choice. Mm -hmm. Right? Don't put yourself up and then be like, oh, my God. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm being sacrificed. Like, you sacrificed yourself. You did that. <laughs> Again, being real with self is intimacy. Mm -hmm. So when you set those boundaries... Going back to what you said around some people just like to call you to dump, mm -hmm. right? A boundary is like, hey, I'm not here for you to emotionally dump on me. Or it's, hey, are you going to do an emotional dump today? Okay, well, I don't have the energetic capacity for that. Um, and so call me another day. <laughs> Click. Mm -hmm. That's a boundary. And you stand on that. And as a people pleaser, you might feel like, oh, my God, but what if they really need me? What if they're suffering? Not your, not your concern. They'll be mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. And you set that boundary and you stand on it. And you set that boundary mm -hmm. in all places of your life because it honors you. And that's building a deeper intimacy. But you're not going to know what boundaries you need to set if you don't know mm -hmm. energetically what's impacting you and what you need to feel secure, what you need to feel filled up. Mm -hmm. And that requires spending some time alone. Some people are running from themselves where they always on social media. They're always out. They're always on the phone with other people. It's always about things that are external. Yeah. And the moment they sit down and it's quiet and they have nothing around them, they're freaking out. Going Ooh. crazy. Going crazy. Yo, mm -hmm. I used to get like that. And now I find myself when he's out of town, the kids at school, I will be walking around the house the entire day mm. or just sitting somewhere Um and it's completely silent. No music, no TV, no nothing. And yeah. it was a point where I could not do that because my own thoughts, yep. they were either keeping me like anxious or I just felt attacked by all the negative shit going on in my head. Yep. And, but now I'm like, yo, I can sit here and be happy like in, in silence because he knows like I did not, I didn't understand a long time. Mm. I didn't get it. So I didn't understand it. And I was just okay not having it. And now I'd be like, can y'all leave? Can you get out? Can you go? Can you go? When you when you go, can you stay gone? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's the thing about the voices, right? Mm -hmm. When we run from them, they become louder. We empower them when we ignore them. We mm -hmm. actually pacify them when we when we address them and we give them what they need. They are loud because you're ignoring them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When they you, like children. They are. They are. <laughs> and it's really those wounded parts of yourself that's crying out for what it needs. Mm -hmm. So when you actually address them and you realize, like, you have control over all of this. And literally, they can't do anything to you. They can't. Your mm -hmm. thoughts can't do anything to you. A thought only has, like, traction when it becomes an action. Mm -hmm. And that's a choice that you have to literally activate because mm -hmm. it's coming from within you. So nothing can actually be created or come into physical reality until you make that decision for it to be. So 
it all starts and stops here. So like in, in Tantra, we have this practice called feeding your demons, right? Mm -hmm. And demons are basically just those, those shadow parts or those wounded parts of self that have gone unhealed. Mm -hmm. And so in feeding your demons, you have to sit in meditation and you really like visualize, like you bring up, okay, what's the thing that you're battling with the most? Let's say like jealousy, right? Mm -hmm. Then you say, okay, you put a face to it. What does it look like? And then you speak to it. And you ask it what it needs and then you like make yourself into this nectar and you feed yourself to the thing until it transforms, right? And it becomes a, a daemon or an angel, which is like um, a protector mm. and an ally. So you can literally transform your, your traumas into mm. allies, right? Wow. And it's a, it's a deep, like I've done it. And it, when I tell you that thing transformed my life mm -hmm. and I only met one other person in life on a flight. Because she was like deeply traumatized and I was telling her about this and she was like, I got the book. Bam. I said, damn, that's crazy. And so doing that kind of work, like mm -hmm. that shadow work of approaching these things and knowing that you have the power to transform them. Mm -hmm. But when you are consistently running mm -hmm. and thinking that running is going to help it, they just get louder to the point where people start doing things like, you know, being dependent on substances, being dependent on sex, mm -hmm. Right. Food, whatever, anything that's external that can pacify it, it's like it's just a false though, because it's not really, it's not really doing right, what it's supposed right. to do to transform it. You don't want to pacify, you want to transform. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm happy that you're you in that need space to now. Learn and grow and exactly get, get to the root of the of the thing. So yeah. Yeah, because if Absolutely. you don't get to the root, it's gonna keep growing. Oh, yeah. You're just gonna, you know, you're gonna um you know, cut it down and you don't see it on the surface anymore, but it's going to keep growing. It's still there. Yeah. yeah. Pull the bulb up. <laughs> Pull that bulb up. <laughs> um, this was last, amazing. Yes. Last question before we get out of here. Name one thing you've always wanted to try sexually, but haven't. And explain. Okay. Oh, one thing. <laughs> what, just one? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Okay. Um... Um, okay. Uh definitely a threesome with two men. Now mm -hmm. I want two different couplings. I want an MFM where they don't interact with each other and I'm just in the middle. And then also an MMF where they do interact with each mm. other and me too. Same Z's. Yo, mm -hmm. listen. <laughs> listen. Yes. I like dick. <laughs> I like dick a lot. <laughs> So if I could have multiple dicks at once, that'd be great. Especially if they both have Why the stamina to match like me. like me, though? That is fair as... That's one of her yeah. top fantasies That's one of my list. top yeah. fantasies. And, but it's so difficult to yeah. get it, though, because of um, internalized uh, internalized homophobia. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It sucks. Um, <laughs> it's out here it's ruining out good here, times. Ruining left and right. Come on, now. Like, we trying to get dicks down, down. Okay? <laughs> what she so, said? I, like man, like give me, give me one here, one here. You know what I'm saying? Because me and her is like this. Okay, let's go. Like damn, learn some more, nigga. I Shit. Mean, I, I've had multiple, you know, um, threesomes with like another woman and a guy or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I've had just like a three way with like women, all women, but. That's the hardest one to achieve, and I'm like, I just, I just it want is. that because, and I've seen yeah. it. I know it happens. I know it happens. I've I seen just, it. I want that happen for me. <laughs> I want that for you Why too. Why not me, right? <laughs> like that. And, and I thought I was close one time, you know. And I do not, not gonna lie. Like, I do want a certain size. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. I, even though I'm an equal opportunity dick employer, <laughs> I do Love want it. these two men or penis owning people. To have a certain size. Mm -hmm. 
You know okay. what I'm saying? Because I'm a big fan of girth. You know? Like, yes. I'm a big fan of girth. I mean, I like the length too. I mean, you know, I'm not a size queen, but I do like a challenge. So, you know. She was like, in the things I'm trying to do, you need to be packing to make sure you can reach the angles and, mm. and turn Baby. around. <laughs> Baby. I need that pressure. <laughs> I need that pressure. She tried to be picked up in the middle. I see Look, it. I like, you know, if you got a football bill, holler at me. You know? You got to thick thighs, holler at me. Like, yo. Yo. How we attracted to the same type of I'm weak. Listen. Show it Listen. Listen. I'm saying. I'm saying. Okay, so underarms. Perfusely sweaty at this point. Thighs is out here thighing like a ball. Oh, my God. Why you thighing? Because y'all got that power behind y'all. And then you get to bounce me on your lap with the no. thick ass thighs. Like, no. come on. I need you no. to stay a part of our life. So he gonna I mean, take you back to your hotel after this. <laughs> I mean, you know, I got an executive suite. We got room. <laughs> we got services. Uh, <laughs> you got the tripod in the car. Listen, yeah. this has been another episode of uh, More to the Story. <laughs> Sing. Uh, tell them where also, to find you again. <laughs> she also has a uh, the, the you get three months, you get the discount on the OnlyFans like thirty five ninety nine. Just cop that. Oh, you just uh, <laughs> <laughs> nigga just cop that about twenty minutes Listen. ago. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes. Yes, I did. Tell Listen. them where to find you again. Give them all the handles, all you the can things. Find me on Twitter at Glamazon Tayomi, Instagram at Real Glamazon Tayomi, my blog glamorotica101.com. If you are a vagina owner and you want to work out with me and you want to become a dick assassin. Go to thecowgirlworkout.com. We've been featured on Epics, on Fuse TV, WeTV, XO Nicole, Cosmopolitan, Hype Bay, and a few more publications coming out. You can also find me at thepleasureacademy.com and on OnlyFans at glamazontayomi.com. If you forget any of that, just put Tayomi in Google. You'll find it all. That is. Yes. Oh, Google me, baby. Google, Google me, baby. <laughs> 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 yes. Thank you so much to the More Mob for um, joining us live. Y'all all right, was in More here. Okay. Um, and yes, uh, stay tuned for this episode. Possibly next week. We'll see. We see y'all next week, man. Bye. Talk to you soon. Peace. <laughs>